Praise the Lord, everybody. Um, I hate your airport. My word. Demons of hell. You want to see possessed people, go to that airport. They're there. I couldn't cast them out. I tried. They cast me out. God is good. I'm so thankful to be here. We had a wonderful time getting home. Our flight was supposed to be two hours, and when we got there, it was canceled, so they rebooked us on a different airline seven hours later to go to a different city. We get to that city. Our flight's already left for our home city, and so we're stuck there, and it's midnight, and the car rental place is four miles away, and I've got a seven-month pregnant wife and a one-year-old baby, and the train is shut down. So we got to walk in the middle of the night four, out, four miles to the deal, and then we get to go there and go find a hotel, and all the hotels are sold out, and it's pouring down rain. So I was praying in the spirit, God, do something. I was trying to curse the elements, everything. Nothing was working. I was, I was out. I was out of virtue. And um, I said, they drained me. <laughs> I got nothing left. And then we, someone called, a pastor called, and it was about 2 in the morning, and we, he found us a room. So we went there, and we were right there, and the row was blocked, closed. So we had to go around, took another 35 minutes, and got to the hotel and realized the baby was out of stuff. So we had to go to Walmart. So about 4.30, we got to bed. And so we got back to the airport to get our flight and a couple hours later, and I was like, what else can happen? Don't ever say that when you uh, are dealing with demons. Got to the gate and says, flight delayed again. I think the word again was up there on purpose. So anyway, but the Lord is good. Made it home and back here, and the Lord's going to pour out a spirit today. People are going to get the Holy Ghost, and God's going to move in a mighty way. I feel mighty, mighty mighty touch of the Holy Ghost in that last song just now. I feel His presence in here. Thank you for all your hospitality to us, to me, and, and I appreciate it greatly. Love you very much. Love your pastor, and just appreciate all he's doing for his family. His boys are powerful young men, and for this church, and for this city. And I'm looking forward to the new building and the revival. It's going to explode there also. Praise God. Acts chapter 2 and then Acts chapter 4, Acts 2, 1 through 4, and Acts 4, 29 through 31. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Chapter 4, verse 29 through verse 31. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken. Someone say the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all, someone say all, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. I want to preach from the subject this morning, shaken by the Spirit. Shaken by the Spirit. Maybe you have been coming every service to the revival. Maybe you have not come in several weeks, several months. But the Holy Ghost wants to do something mighty today in your body and in your life. 
power of God has been here. In the last two weeks, we've seen 24 people get the Holy Ghost. All year last year, there was 27 that got it here. So we know God is pouring out His Spirit. God's renewing people. If you're going through hell, God wants to help you today. Lord Jesus, thank you for your anointing and for your power. Release your spirit, I pray, in this house. I take authority over every spirit, human and demonic. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, anoint this word. And I pray, anoint my mind, give it clarity, and loose my tongue to do the will of God, I pray today. I worship your holy name. Blessed be thy matchless holy name. Thank you for your power and for your anointing and for your glory. I give you the praise in advance for people getting filled and refilled with your spirit. I worship you and thank you, God. Can you clap your hands to Jesus Christ one more time? Praise God. You may be seated. Thank you for standing so long. From creation even until now, the Spirit of God is a moving spirit. It's very powerful. In fact, if you would just read the beginning of your Bible, just the first couple of verses, you will find that the Spirit of God moved on the face of of the waters. And so when the creation process began, it began with the Spirit of God moving. God didn't speak until His Spirit moved. And when His Spirit began to move, the voice of God was unleashed. And He said, let there be light. And at 186,000 miles per second, light shot forth and has not stopped moving ever since. The power of God will always shake an atmosphere. When he is there, when Moses stood there with a rod and hold it up, held it up against the Red Sea, the power of God, the Spirit of God caused those waters to, that were so united to split in half and roll back. And I promise you, had you been there, you would have said, I'm never going to forget this day because the power of the Spirit had shaken waters and divided them and people walked across on dry land. Had you been there at Jericho when they had marched for seven days in silence and no one had said a word, there was wasn't a crack in the wall. There wasn't a whisper or a hope. But when they shouted, the power of the Spirit came down, and there was a shaking, and every wall fell flat. You wouldn't have forgot that church service the next day. You wouldn't have been over that revival two weeks later because you knew the power of God shook the entire city. Had you been there when Ezekiel was in the boneyard, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he prophesied to dead bones, and the Bible said there was a shaking and a noise and are coming together and they rose up an exceeding army they were dead bones but when the spirit of God got loose in that valley something began to shake and something began to move and if you've not been in this revival I promise you this you're going to feel the effects of the Holy Ghost earthquake that's been going on in here before you leave because in this revival God has shaken this church to the very root and there is power and there is authority that's being unleashed on his people and I feel the prayers of this room this week in here right now and I feel a Holy Ghost anointing in here that's going to break the back of the adversaries in this city every principality and every power and every wicked ruler in high places is going to be broken by this thing power of God is so amazing. His spirit is so amazing. Everywhere he went, things happened. In fact, several times when he went into cities as he walked the earth, when he would go into the city, the Bible said the entire city would be moved. 
pretty dangerous when you just step into town and everything starts moving. People start getting afraid. People start wondering what's going on. A spiritual anointing was so strong upon him. Everybody would get healed. If there were demons, they would flee. He was so powerful. The Spirit of God is so powerful. When Jesus Christ walked this earth, people would do everything they could to get to him. When you know when God shows up, people start ripping roofs open to crawl down just to get a miracle. You know when he shows up, people get out of boats in the middle of storms and say, I can walk on water. You know when the power of Jesus is there. People walk out of tombs that have been dead for four days. Can I get a witness of someone that knows that what happened in your Bible can happen here in your city and in your life when the Spirit of God begins to move upon someone? It doesn't matter what hell has done to their family or their mind or their body. The Spirit can shake any demon loose from somebody's house and instantly deliver them. They put him in a tomb when he died. and He he was so powerful when he resurrected. I love that song, He's Alive. When he resurrected, the tomb had to rattle. And there was so much power in his resurrection. The stone was rolled back. He didn't even need the stone to roll back. He could have walked right through the stone. He walked through walls. Just read the book. And he did all kind of things. But for the people's benefit, he wanted them to see what had happened on the inside of that tomb. And when he got up, there was such an earthquake that the soldiers fell down as if they were dead. And the angel the Lord stood there and said he's no longer in here he is alive that same Jesus is in this room right now with all power I feel the Holy Ghost and all authority and all dominion over every demon every disease every affliction every addiction every torment the power of God is here for you right now no wonder on the first outpouring of the Holy Ghost in your Bible. When the Holy Ghost was poured out in Acts chapter 2, it wasn't some quiet thing. It wasn't some little thing in the corner. But the Bible said it was a sound of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. It was so loud that people out in the streets were wondering, are those people drunk up in that building how do they know what was going on because there was such a shaking and such a moving of the spirit that everybody outside could hear it god give us a revival that gets so loud in frankfurt that people wonder what's going on in that place i can hear it in my bedroom i can hear it at my job i can hear it when i'm home i can hear it when i'm in the car something is moving in there I was going to tell you something and not take a commercial break, but I've preached it for three weeks and I've not felt the power that I feel right now. Somebody has prayed the daylights out in here and I can feel so much anointing just stripping off me right now. Not because of me, but somebody has been rattling the gates of hell with their prayer. I can feel the power of the Holy Ghost up here right now. Whatever you do, don't stop this prayer thing. It's going to anoint preachers that have something to say with more power and more authority when they get up here. Wow. Shut up. 
Someone ought to shout right now in the face of the devil and magnify the name of Jesus. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Praise God. The second outpouring, the Bible said when they prayed that the entire place was shaken. When it was shaken, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. In Acts 10. When he filled Cornelius, it wasn't a quiet thing. Angels came down. We're touching, talking to Cornelius. The power came. And while Peter preached the word, wasn't even in the altar call yet. Hadn't even done the prayer line. Hadn't even prayed the prayer of faith yet. Was just preaching. But the power of the Spirit couldn't hold back. And the Bible said that as he was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God can take a city out. When Paul went to Ephesus and nobody had heard of the Holy Ghost. All he had to do was say it's here and Jesus backed Paul up and as soon as he laid his hands on them, the Bible said they began to speak with other tongues. I'm telling you there is a revival in this city this year of a Holy Ghost outbreak that hell has fought you for years and decades to stop and it is here now. I feel the ground beneath my feet rumbling in the spirit. I feel a rumbling in the spirit beneath my feet there is a sound of the abundance of rain was in Fort Lauderdale a couple years ago or a year or two ago and crazy revival was breaking out. People getting the Holy Ghost. And so on Monday, the pastor asked me to go pray for a guy in the hospital. He never met the guy, but the guy was a neighbor of someone in the church and had cancer. So we go in. We, we turn go in this room, and it's like a death zone. There are just people everywhere on gurneys in the hallway, all, all with cancer, dying everywhere. Just people. It, you could feel the spirit of death just hovering in there like with a with a grip on people's life and their hope and their faith and their, and everything. And, and so we're walking through, and I'm just trying to pray for people as I go by. And it's Jesus' name, touch them. And we open the, the curtain there, and there's a man laying in the bed, and he's he's has hair all the way past his waist. He's laying there. And he's probably in his 40s, and he's shriveled up, and his wife is standing there. And, and so we prayed for him. I think his name was John. And we, and we prayed for him that God would touch him and touch his body. And we prayed against cancer in his stomach. And then, and then we walked out. And we were walking out of the, of the death zone, if you want to call it that. We were walking out and walking around the corner. We had done our duty as preachers, but something, something was burning in my spirit. And the Holy Ghost said, go back there right now. 
and tell that man if you'll give your life to me if you'll get baptized in my name and I'll fill you with my spirit if you'll give your life to me and dedicate yourself to me I'll remove this cancer from your body and I felt God so strong I just said hey I've got to go back so I went back and I ripped the curtain off. I said sir I'm supposed to pray for you one more time he said go ahead his wife's crying I put my hand in his stomach I told him what the Lord said if you'll give your life to God and get your sins washed away in Jesus' name. God will give you the Holy Ghost. God will take this cancer away. God will give you what you need. And we prayed and we wept and we worshiped God. And I walked out. That was Monday. Revival ended Wednesday. Thursday, I'm on the road to another revival. And the pastor gives calls me and says, you're not going to believe what just happened. I said, what just happened? He said, I was here in my office. And a guy walked in. I didn't recognize him. His head was shaved. And I said, who, who, or, and then I said, wait a you look like the guy at the hospital. Uh, did they? What's going on with your hair? He said, "Well, he said I just felt the Holy Ghost talking to me. I prayed in that room, and I said, I don't know what to do to get to impress God. I don't know what to do that God wants me to do. But I've always had my hair, so I'm just going to cut my hair, and then I'm going to say, God, if I ever get out of this hospital, I'm going to go straight to that pastor. I'm going to get baptized in the name of Jesus, and you're going to give me your spirit." When they did the test Thursday morning, they walked in. They said, sir, we don't know how to explain this, but there's not a cancer cell in your body. You are completely well. When he looked at the pastor, he said, baptize me right now in Jesus' name. They walked into the baptistry, laid him in the water. He came up speaking in tongues. They baptized his wife. You think that's crazy. I think it's apostolic. I think God found somebody that if he would just try, God could show him his power. And God shook his world and delivered him from I remember in Chile, South America, 10, 12 years ago, as just going to help out in these services, and we did some crusades and then some Holy Ghost rallies, and we're there one night. I wasn't even preaching. There was a man that walked up. I didn't know him from Adam. I couldn't, I couldn't speak Spanish, and I was, I was just praying. And as I was praying in English, I just felt the Holy Ghost start praying through me, and I started praying in the Spirit. He was sitting there. He was kind of emotionless. He wasn't even trying to pray. I don't, I've never told this story. And as I'm, as I'm preaching, as I'm praying for him, he is, he's just kind of emotionless. Motionless, and I figured, well, it's because he doesn't understand me. So I started just praying in the spirit. I just prayed whatever I could pray in, in tongues that God would do. All of a sudden, he starts going crazy. He starts weeping, raising his hands, speaking in tongues, falling down, raising his hands. And I didn't know, but the a lady beside me, one of the one of the English ladies beside me, she began to scream and dance and worship. And when we got done, I said, What's going on? She said, Did you know you were just now praying in Spanish? I said, no, I had no idea. I was praying in in tongues. She said, well, you looked at that man, and while you were praying in tongues, you spoke out in Spanish and said, for 20 years, you've ran from my mercy, and you've ran from my grace, and I've protected you and kept you alive, but you need to get a hold of me now because it's your last chance. And when I said that without even knowing, God filled him with the Holy Ghost. What do you say? That God is reaching for people right now. He wants to shake you. He wants to reach knew you. He wants to refill you. He wants to reach you. Somebody pray right now.
I feel a shaking in the spirit. I feel a shaking in the spirit. I feel a shaking in the spirit. Don't let this revival pass you. Don't let this service pass you. Don't let don't let God go right by your pew and go to somebody else while the devil drags you to hell. Let God shake you. Let God refill you. Let God renew you. Get where you need to be. You know what I feel like doing? I don't know why I'm doing this. I feel like telling you to lay your hands on your neighbor right now across the building and begin to pray with each other right now. I feel like telling you to lay your hands on someone beside you and pray right now. Whether you've come into church every service or you haven't been in a while, just pray together right now. Not praying for and judging, but pray for each other. Pray uplifting and pray in the spirit. Every person do it in the name of Jesus. Do it in the name of Jesus. You don't know what your neighbor's facing tomorrow. You don't know what they're going through right now. What spirits are attacking their mind. I rebuke the voice of suicide in the name of Jesus right now. Sunday morning. It's apostolic. The power of God is in here. Someone needs to be refilled right now. Someone needs to be filled right now. Let's stand right now. Let's all stand. Every head bowed, every eye closed, everybody repent with me. You don't have to pray what I pray, but pray. Repent for your sins right now. The Holy Ghost is about to move, and we're going to pray a prayer of repentance so that we're not in the way. Lord Jesus, I repent of every thought, every word, every action, any sin in my mind, any sin in my heart, any sin in my eyes, any sin of my ears, any sin of my mouth, any sin from my past, any spiritual sin, any physical sin any emotional sin any financial sin forgive me right now Jesus I need your mercy I need your grace I need your love I need your compassion I need your patience I need your love spirit is here We're going to pray a prayer of faith in just a moment. And whoever wants the Holy Ghost is going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Several will get it instantly that want it. That's how real it is in here right now. I don't know everybody in here. I don't know anyone's name, Half, most everybody's name. 
Would you do me a favor? Would you look at everybody around you right now? Please help me. And would you ask them, have you been filled or refilled with the Holy Ghost lately? Would you ask them that right now? Would you turn around and ask everybody? And would you answer the question, if you've not been filled, say no. If it's been a long time, say no. If they say no, tell them, get ready. God's going to give it to you. Get ready. God's going to give it to you. Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Anyone that needs the Holy Ghost for the first time or it's been a long time since you received it, would you would you come forward right now? Would you can I can I get someone to help me? If you if you uh, if you have someone around you that needs the Holy Ghost, would you bring them? Thank you. You got someone around you. I asked everyone to ask. I hope back here. I know there's several. I can feel it in the spirit. Ask someone around you if they need it. Would you bring them forward? I'm not going to go anywhere until we're up here right now. I refuse to let hell get you one more day. You need some peace. You need some joy. You need the Holy Ghost to renew you. You need God to fill you. There's several coming. Several coming. Altar workers, get around someone. There's several up here that need the Holy Ghost. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. When we do, they're going to start speaking in tongues. Let me know. You know how to do. When they start getting the Holy Ghost, throw your thumb in the air so we can see. And start spreading faith to all those out in the audience. Every hand raised in the audience also, help me please. By the authority of the word of God, one's already got it. And by the power of the name of Jesus, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Everybody speak in tongues right now and lay your hands on them. Now in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, receive ye the Holy Ghost. That's it too. I've already received the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. you got to raise your hands and start talking to God. If you want God to fill you, raise your hands and start worshiping him he will fill you right now he will fill you right now three god touch her right now in the name of jesus touch her right now fill her right now with your spirit in the name of the lord we've already had three get the holy ghost in five seconds someone start praying god's already moving right now in the name of jesus god will pour out his spirit in the last days, saith god i will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh yeah right there in the middle right there yes Someone listen if he's speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Fill him with the Holy Ghost. 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 Let God fill you. God wants to give you the Holy Ghost. Reach out and touch Jesus. Reach out and touch Jesus. That's it. He's speaking in tongues right here. That's it. Number four just got the Holy Ghost. Right here. Number five just got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want it, God will give it to you. You must repent. You've got to desire it. Focus on Jesus. Have faith. You're going to get it right now. Five have already received the Holy Ghost. That 
means you've already had more get in this revival than the entire year last year. In the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. In Jesus' name, that's it. In Jesus' name, fill him, God, with your spirit. Fill him, God, with your spirit. That's it, buddy. Go after it. Go after it. He wants to help you. He wants to help you. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, if you don't know what to pray, start saying hallelujah. Start saying hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Got it?